On today's show, I think we can all agree at this point, the Mavericks need to make some kind of trade. But for whom and for what? We'll talk about all that and more on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. Welcome to the Mavericks. And welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let us know, who is your favorite trade target idea for the Mavs right now? Could be an out there one. Could be one that's been mentioned before. Let me know. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online as you cover the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com, the trade machine maniac. The one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? All right, we're about to put the curse to test tonight. <laughs> oh, you're gonna, you're gonna tip them off. You're gonna tip, you're gonna tip them, them off, off. dude. Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm taking my wife to New York City. For a, uh, she had a, a big birthday a few weeks ago, so we're doing 48 hours, Christmas in New York, and so I'm missing Explain this box. <laughs> hey, we're doing it with no kids, so uh, explain yourself. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know if you want me to do any more explaining. Uh, Shut it down. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to be <laughs> in Dallas for uh, the Bucks game, so let's you put know, this. Bang uh, bro, trying to keep it. <laughs> That's good. I got there. I got there. I got there. You eventually got there. Uh, so let's see. Let's see if the Mavs can beat the Bucks tonight in oh, the AAC. Man. Giannis and the crew. Uh, that'd be a massive win. We joked at the beginning of this week. Said, "What if Dallas goes? You know, these next three games: Phoenix, Denver, and Milwaukee, and they win all three of them. Would that change anything?" And they're one win away from winning three in a row. <laughs> They're about to do that. Yeah, how would that change how you'd look at the map? So if they do that. But what Isaac's saying is that I'm going to be solo on the podcast after that yeah. game. So it's testing the theory and testing all that. But today on the show, let's get into some trade targets. We talked a lot yesterday about, you know, if the Mavericks ever want to find playing time, a consistent playing time for Jaden Hardy, and they also do have to fix a couple of things in their rotation, it seems like. If they want to fix a couple of those things, make room for Jaden Hardy, then you – you have to make a trade. You have to make a two-for-one type trade where you send out two players and you bring a better player back. So let's talk about a bunch of those today and see if there's anything that stands out. But uh, first, there was actually a rumor. Uh, Sportsnet New York, I think Ian Begley reported that also on the trade front, quote, the Dallas Mavericks and Detroit Pistons touched base recently on trade talks in which Nerlens Noel's name came up. Noel, a former Nick, why is he, he should just put former Maverick. <laughs> he was on the Mavericks before. Uh, he's drawn interest from several contending teams who have struggled with rim protection. Noel was a key force for New York's defense, blah, 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 when the club made a surprise run to the playoffs. So let's start with Nerlens Noel, Isaac Harris. What do you think about uh, y- your boy Nerlens making a return to the Mavs? Sign me up. Let's do it. Really? I actually do. I think he would fit fine. Like, I think he would be a, a guy that it was ironic that, you know, they, they bring him in to play with Dennis when really it would be playing with Luca that he would it would be the best for him. You know, a guy who can defend some on the perimeter. You know, obviously he wouldn't be playing with Rick this time, time around. Uh, so uh, I don't think he would be uh, going to get a hot dog at halftime again and uh, and all of that. But 
it was kind of a bummer because, you know, his situation, you know, kind of fizzled out before Luca got going in Dallas. And it was like, oh, man, kind of wish I could have seen a healthy, you know, Nerlens. At least a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, with Luca a little bit. So uh, he makes nine million dollars this year. He has there's a team option for that nine million dollars next year. So. I don't know. I mean, if they start, if they make some other moves, or, you know, if they trade one of the other guys, I'm not going out and trading for Nerlens Noel while I have Javel and everybody on the roster. Like, if Javel's part of another trade, or if Dwight Powell goes out in another trade, something like that, or Christian Wood goes out in another trade, and they're they're looking at, hey, who's another guy out there that would be cheap that we could add to our, you know, our center, our five man uh, bullpen, if we want to say that, he fits the mold of like what they would you know, what, what they look for at the five spot. Yeah. There's also, uh, you know, another rumor recently, or at least like a report from Michael Scotto, that if the Mavericks were going to go out and get a, another center or bring in somebody, it would have to be a better defensive center that would, he didn't say compliment, but he said like be different than, than what Christian Wood already brings, right? He already brings that kind of offensive center that can hit threes and things like that. They'd be looking for somebody that could, that would be part of that bullpen that they could bring in it would be a, dif- a different defensive look that they could have. Because right now, JaVale McGee was supposed to be that guy, and he's not being that guy. And Dwight Powell, no. we've, we've been down this road with Dwight Powell potentially in the playoffs and also in, in certain matchups. He just just doesn't work at times. So uh, Noel would be interesting. That he makes $9 million is a little bit tough to try and put some – I know. That, put, yeah. Tough to put some salaries together to try and make it work. Like you're not. I don't think you're sending Reggie Bullock out for him. I know that – I can I can hear – hold on. I can – I can hear several Mavs fans would be for that deal right now. I, no. You guys all need to calm down. You guys need to slow down. Es- uh, especially if they're not making any other deals. Like, there's no reason to have JaVale, Nerlens, Maxi, Christian Wood, Dwight. Yeah. Like, there's no reason for that. And they can't trade Maxi this season because he he had that extension. So that's kind of out the window, too. Um, he makes $9 million, so it would, it would work, but it won't work because he can't be traded. I wouldn't do that anyway. Extension. Yeah, you, I wouldn't do it anyway either. You got to keep Max. Um, so, yeah, that, that one becomes a little bit more difficult. You could make – could you do JaVale, Frank, Theo? Theo's got a weird, like, tra- no trade kind of deal. He'd have to agree to the trade. Um, but, like, you cobble those salaries together, but that's like a three-for-one deal. I don't know if uh, the, the Pistons would be out for it. Could you do any kind of, like, Bogdanovich and Nerlens? Type deal that you just like package them both together. Like Donovich making yeah, 19 and a half. Yeah. Cause at that point you were looking around at like $30 million. Yeah. So I, I think just in ca- that case, why would Detroit do it? And it had to be a first round pick would have to be in there. And I, because if they want to trade, you know, Bullion before the deadline, they can get a first round pick. He like, I, I think they can. So from a, from a good team out there. So, you know, if they're gonna, I don't think you give Boyan an extension just to trade him a little bit while longer for an expiring contract that, and they've already went through the Christian Wood experience and they said see you to that. So, would you do? <laughs> yeah, you could do Dwight and Davis in a first for Nerlens and Bogdanovich. Dwight's an expiring yes. Dwight's an expiring deal, so that that one becomes a little interesting. Yeah, so I, I think at that point you're asking yourself as a Mavs fan, like, are you willing to cut into some of your assets for the bigger trade down the road? For does Nerlens and Bojan push you over, you know, the hump a little bit? Now, I don't know if it does. Bogdanovich signed that extension. Throw him out. He's out. I totally, I totally had just forgot that he had signed that extension. There's something weird though to where he can be traded. I think, but 
I've seen Eric Pincus talking about this the other day about how people's been asking him over and over if the Lakers could trade for him. <laughs> and there and there was something like he's answered it a million times that there's a way that they could. But um anyway, long story short, he would fit in Dallas, I think. And I, it for would sure. be cool to see see another run. It's not a long-term contract to where I think the only way that Dallas could or should entertain Nerlens coming back would be if they're working on something else or they swing Detroit in as a third team and they're sending one or two of their bigs out and Nerlens is coming back in from Detroit while another piece is coming in from another team. At that point, if you're telling me Nerlens is going to come off the bench and play some with Luka and stuff, sure. Like, sign me up. I'd like to. I'd, I'd like to see him back in Dallas. It would definitely because- it, be better than what than what um, JaVale's bringing right now, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. And because when you look at where Dallas is at right now on the trade front, and you're like, all right, who's off the table? Luka Doncic, and that's it. Like, yeah, I think I I think everything. I think you're going to see Dallas in. Now it's hard to predict this because it's new front office and all that stuff. But I think you're going to see Dallas linked to so many names over the coming you know weeks and month because I think everybody on the roster is going to be quietly or openly available for the right price because they're going to be looking at the bigger swings, but they're also going to be looking at how do we change out some parts too, if we want to. So I'm thoroughly intrigued with what happens. We also might not hear them at all because we didn't hear anything before the KP thing really. And then it just happened and you're like, Oh, okay, well here we, here we go. Yeah. With the Mavs. So coming up, let's get into a couple more names. What are some actual two for ones? We talked about the Nerlens rumor, but let's talk about some two for one type trades that the Mavericks could do to improve their team the way that they did last year. We'll talk about that coming up. Before we do, let me tell you about Masterclass. Masterclass is fascinating. We had uh, our host of Locked on Celtics, my friend John Corrales, check out Masterclass. And the, the thing that he said when he got to check it out was, there's so many classes. Like There's so many different things that you could choose from. It's not just, you know, oh, learn business or learn how to, you know, public speaking. There's like tons of other things. There's cooking classes. There's Steph Curry t- uh, teaching shooting. I think Ninja is on there teaching like gaming and streaming and like stuff like that. So if you want to learn about different kind of things and a cinema quality class that gives you unparalleled access to renowned instructors, lessons that range from specifically showing you how to execute a technique to an instructor's instructor's insight about their craft that can be translated across many fields and disciplines. You can check out the sessions uh, from Masterclass. You can check out all these different kind of features that they have. And we highly recommend you check it out. It's a great holiday gift. Like if you're trying to figure out something to get for somebody, how about a Masterclass uh, subscription so they could learn something or a membership. You can give the perfect gift of an annual masterclass membership and get one free. Go to masterclass.com slash locked on today. Masterclass.com slash locked on terms and conditions apply. Also want to tell you about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the best place to check out the, uh, the jobs that are available right now. If you want to post your job, you know that every single person that you hire matters. You want to bring somebody in that fits your culture, that fits the requirements that you have. You can use simple tools like screening questions. Make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience. You can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. Check out LinkedIn jobs to help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com. Uh, that's linkedin.com slash lockdown NBA linkedin.com slash lockdown NBA to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. All right, Isaac Harris. Thanks for making lockdown maps. Your first listen for your second listen today. Check out lockdown sports today. The great show 
covering everything in the NBA, everything in the NFL, great stuff around sports as well. Locked on Sports Today on the Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. All right, Isaac Harris, hit me with your best shot. Hit me with your best shot. All right, so when you start looking at trades like this, (laughs) you have to ask yourself first. This is the number one rule that when whenever you send us screenshots with Trade Machine <laughs> and Trade NBA and all this stuff, you have to always ask yourself, why would the other team do it? Yeah. I'll, please start with that. Okay. Even though and, we've seen some actual trades over the over the years where you're like, why would the other team? Why would the other team? Yeah, that makes it? no sense. But generally, the Bogdanovich trade you, was like that. For yes, just just start with with that as the foundation. <laughs> um, but. I when I look at trades like this for what, what Dallas could possibly do, a two for one type of trade, you know, you're obviously we're we're crossing off all these big all the big names that you know we would all love on on Dallas. But I look at two different situations across the league and say, how could Dallas capitalize on these two situations? A team looking a bad team looking to get off long term money. So looking at some of these bad teams around the league that are tanking for Wimby or all this stuff, and it's like, all right. Do they want to pay blank player that much money when they're trying to suck? Next one. Next one I'm looking at is, is there a good team or really any team that has an expiring free agent that they don't think that they're probably going to be able to bring back in the offseason that they're looking around saying, all right, could we swap out, you know, get a two for one, help our rotation some. It's typically in that situation, it's a it's a good team or at least a middle of the pack team that at least swapping them out makes a little sense of maybe another guy that's under contract or whatever. So those are the two things I was looking at across the league saying, what what could Dallas hop in? Are you ready for who I'm going to start with? Oh, my gosh. You just you just set that all up, and I am not ready for this first name. Like, oh, my. The way that you said. Terry Rozier, baby. <laughs> Terry Rozier. <laughs> uh, Shut it down. It, it, in all honesty, though, I you know I joke about one him in Dallas because I think it'd be a good fit. Yeah, but it just makes too much sense. I think he has to be traded before this deadline, right? Like Charlotte is one of the worst teams in the league. They're one of the worst teams to watch. Gordon Hayward is hurt again. Lamelo's been hurt. Like they they have no reason to even try to be decent this year. Locked on Hornets started their episode today. Their cold open was. The Hornets may not be getting wins, but are they racking up moral victories? We'll talk about that today. In the oh my god! And I was like, Poor this guys. franchise is in a state right now. <laughs> I feel bad for Walker Bell and uh, Doug Branson right now. Like they're they're definitely. I mean, Nick Batum is their fifth highest, you know, paid player on the team, and he's not even on. The team. I was gonna say he doesn't uh, play for them. So, like Kelly Oubre, PJ Washington, like these names are gonna be on the market so much. Terry Rozier makes twenty one point four million dollars this year. 23 in the next year, 24 after that, and then he has some non-guaranteed option stuff on, on on that next year, that three years after this one. He's 28 years old. He's averaging 21 points a game. So if you're a team like Dallas and you're you're calling up Charlotte and you're saying, hey, are, are you really wanting to pay a win-now type of player like Terry Rozier while you're trying to suck and like lose basketball games and you have other guards and you you took a swing at Dennis Smith Jr. who's like, Dennis Smith Jr. is perfect for them to see how good he is the rest of the season. As you just like lose games, you're like, hey, let's just swing it at, at, at Dennis. Do the two for one trade. Make the call and say, hey, we have some expiring contracts and pick a couple of contracts here and let's do this thing. And we'll add on Terry Rozier to be our third ball handler. Heck, 
I'd start him over Spencer Dinwiddie with Luka Doncic. I think he's a better defender than Dinwiddie too. That fits better. Anyway, you know I'm all in. That's that's my favorite two for one. Yeah, that, and that one just makes sense, right? They need another guy. They're literally trying to replace Brunson with a player that is not like Brunson in style, but can't you know is six one and can can score and you know yeah. can defend a little bit and do all that. He's also he's also been in playoff series with the Celtics too, so he's got some playoff experience. He hasn't just been like playing for a team that doesn't win in Charlotte for the last you know forever. So. I'm all, I'm in I'm in on that one. You know my theory at the beginning of the season. If the Mavericks could somehow figure out a way to keep the majority of their core, get Terry Rozier and Miles Turner, they would win the title. That's my, that's been my theory since the beginning of the season. Miles Turner, I think, is probably playing too well for the the Tim Miles Turner swap that I was envisioning at the beginning of the season. But uh, but yeah yeah I'm in on that one. So that's just my favorite one. All right, that's it. So it's been a good pod. Um, we'll see. You. <laughs> since we um, since we agree that we're just doing that one, we're sending it to Nico. No. Um, all right, I'll give you another so one. Sorry. I don't know what the there's multiple options you could do with the Terry Rozier one. If they wanted expiring contracts, or hey, we want a, a you know a different guy on the team under a similar contract, whatever. This one it's very intriguing to me because they've been linked to him in the past, Karis Levert, and I and I mm. say this because. One, like I just said, they've been linked to him in the past, shown some interest to him. Yep. But you look at the situation in Cleveland. He just got He's benched. Ex- just got benched. He's on expiring contract, $18.7 million. They, they're already on the books next year for $124, $125 million for next year. Cleveland. We're not talking about an L.A. team. Cleveland. And they have you know, Kevin Love which he's on my list too. He's expiring. Uh, as as an expiring contract, but they just signed Darius Garland. We they obviously they have Ricky Rubio that's coming back, you know, from injury stuff, Mobley, Mitchell, the whole thing, Jared Allen. So, if they're looking at it saying whatever Karis LeVert's wanting this offseason, we're just not going to be able to do that. Like for a guy that's going to come off the bench, whatever. Could we look around the league and say is there a cheaper option and even a better fit? Another team that has a wing defender, a, another three and D guy to where I think that's what this team actually needs. They're a pretty deep team, but yeah. I think they do need one or two other, like three actual three and D dudes who could be out there and guard some guys. And I think if I'm them, I'm calling. And I think it's one or two, two routes. If I'm Cleveland, I'm calling up Dallas saying, Hey, is Reggie Bullock still in your rotation? Ooh. Like if not, like what, you know, what do you have to add to Reggie Bullock to get Karis Levert? If you're, if you're Cleveland, because then it's like, all right, well, I still got Reggie Bullock next year. He fits. He's a veteran 3 and D guy. If you're Dallas, you're swapping out a little bit of defense, but for a little bit more offense off the bench in a Levert. That, yeah, that one's interesting. I don't know what you had to add to it, though, because Cleveland doesn't like – they don't need a backup point guard. They don't need – like a, I mean, I guess they could take another big, maybe. And if it's if it's Bullock and Wood for Karis LeVert, then like, what are you adding if you're Cleveland to make that worth your while? Because you know, uh, Christian Wood's an expiring contract too. If it was Bullock and Powell, like, are you giving away too many, too many rotation players to come back from that? Like, I don't know. That, that is that LeVert one, and Tim Spider Man meme. What? An, yeah. What answers? What answers does uh, a a Karis LeVert? Like what questions does Karis LeVert answer for the Mavs? That's another question. I think it you're you only do a deal like that because you you are unsure about the offense when Luca's off the floor. Cause he gives you another 
like offensive punch. Yeah. Like if you're unsure about the consistency of Tim Hardaway or, I mean, there's another route that Cleveland looks at this and says, Hey, Levert wants a lot of money. We don't know if he even wants to be here. We don't know if he wants to be here. And you look at it and you say, Hey, we'll just offer Levert straight up for Tim Hardaway. And Dallas is looking at it saying, all right, well, they're kind of the same player and we get off the long-term Save money. A lot of money. And Cleveland's like, I mean, we don't have to worry about free agency for, you know, for Tim for a while. So, He's at least locked into the team. But anyway, that's just another name there that Karis LeVert's one. I, I'm watching to see what Cleveland does at the deadline. Frank and Davis works. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think Cleveland's doing yeah, salary that. Salary-wise, <laughs> I don't think they're doing that either. Coming up, let's talk about some more names. What, who could make Dallas better? What are some two-for-one trades that would allow for the, the Mavericks to uh, improve this season without giving up some first-round picks? Talk about that coming up. But before we do... Let me tell you about Bet Online. It's the best place to check out the odds and lines inside and outside of sports. You can go. There are World Cup odds all the time. There's NBA odds all the time. There's football odds, all kinds of stuff. Let's check out a couple. Of, is there NBA futures? The uh, the Dallas Mavericks plus twenty two hundred to win the title, tied with the number one in the West, New Orleans Pelicans at twenty two. Wow, twenty two hundred. The Grizzlies are above them at plus two thousand. Nuggets plus fourteen hundred. Clippers plus a thousand. That. Do, do not put your money on that one. That 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 is a bad that's a bad number. Suns plus nine hundred. Warriors plus eight hundred. Still, Warriors still have better odds than anybody else in the West. Um, all kinds of different stuff on Bet Online. You can check it out, see what's available. Bet Online. It's where the game starts. All right, Isaac, give me another name. Who are you looking at that the Mavericks could make a trade for? Maybe a two for one that would make them better. Let, let me give you three expiring guys as you, Brian Windhorst, scroll away from uh, the screen. Um, let me <laughs> let me give you three expiring um, guys, and you tell me which one that you think would be better at Dallas. All right. Kelly Oubre, Harris, Harrison Barnes, or Kevin Love? Oh, the Harrison Barnes one is just too good. Like, that's the... <sighs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Kirk Henderson all up on this. <laughs> that's oh, no. that's one of the mistakes the Mavs never should have made. Is just trading him and expecting that there would be cap space available and that somebody mm-hmm. would come sign. Like that's the player that they should have kept all along in all this. Well, he, cap space was available, but there's no. Oh, someone someone available to take the cap space that was there, right? Like that was <laughs> yeah. the the summer where they're like, well, maybe we can get Giannis. I'm like, yeah, I guess you take the chance on that, but. Yeah, that's yeah. the one you look back and you're like, well, we didn't get anything for that. You got Zach Randolph and. Uh, you know, Justin Jackson for like a couple of good games and uh, an off season where some people thought that he would start for the Mavericks the next year. I'll never forgive Zach Lowe for the, the Justin Jackson. You, how much better is Harrison better Barnes? Than <laughs> <laughs> never in my life will forget that. Um, hey, even even gods are wrong, Isaac. <laughs> uh, no, Sacramento is intriguing, you know, with me. I want to feel like Sacramento won't trade him because yeah, like, they don't have a ton of like vets on that team, like good vets with this he's the young one, he's surging the team. And he's just such a good veteran for guys. And uh, but man, if there's a route, that we, he's a he's a great two for one. I think he makes like eighteen, nineteen million dollars. Yeah, that I would be calling up Sacramento and saying, "Hey, uh, he'd be great to, you know, come off the bench or." I mean, start at times, or I, I don't know, but they're already fun. committed to 106 million next year too. So it's not like, and they have to, they have, I guess no, but they don't really have to re-sign anybody. They got guys signed all next year, but I guess Terrence Davis, Chemezi Metu, 
couple here and there, but Matt too hitting the three. <laughs> his thumb um, is only three. <laughs> let's let's talk about these two guys real quick. John Collins, how much better? I'm gonna get in trouble, Sin. How much better is he than Christian Wood? Not from Mavs fans. I was gonna say they do the same things. I think John Collins is probably a better rebounder. Like, is he is he money wise that much better than Christian Wood? Uh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't go out of my way to make a trade for him right now with Christian Wood on the roster. Like, I, I don't think that that doesn't make any sense to me. He makes twenty three and a half this year, twenty five next year, twenty six. Christian Wood's making fourteen this year. He's expiring, but. Like we've already we've already seen that the Christian Wood type player is not the type of player that Jason Kidd wants to like involve in a big way in this team's like scheme. So I don't think that bringing in a John Collins to try and test that even more and commit more to him than they would to Christian Wood right now. I don't think that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, obviously his name's been out there for a while. He's definitely like available. Trying, <laughs> trying to trade him forever. Um, it's wild though because I was talking to somebody about him the other day, and we were talking about how his types in the NBA that just a handful of years ago, people were dying for that small, smaller ball guy, guy that's not, but he's almost like a tweener now to where you don't really want him guarding on the perimeter, but he's too small to like be down low too. And it, it's kind of like a weird spot for, him. but he can hit threes. That's why I say the Christian Wood thing. Cause a lot of stuff with Christian Wood that they, they ask of him, it's like, all right, they can ask that John Collins. So is he that much better than Christian Wood? And, Christian Wood would die for that contract. So, <laughs> well, they're not asking Christian Wood to do those things because they're not giving him time to do those things. Yeah, so that's why I'm kind of out on the John. Even though no. there's a world that John Collins with Luca running like pick and roll stuff, catching lobs would be a lot of fun. I know but. we said this with Christian Wood. <laughs> this is Christian Wood this year. Like, the, we have Christian. <laughs> we have John Collins at home. We have John. <laughs> um, people want it want to will into existence DeMar DeRozan getting traded. Here's my thing with, with Chicago. Their team is jacked. It's, yeah, it's, it's weird. Bad. But they don't own their pick this year. So it's not like, you know, they're like fourth to last in the in the East, but they have no reason to go go low. Like, well, that seems weird. But they, <laughs> they have no reason to tank this season. So Explain they give so that... <laughs> They give that pick to Orlando from the Vooch trade. Yeah. And so like, you know, he still has another year after this year. It feels natural that they hold on to DeRozan and just ride this thing out, try to make the play in and you make a run the second half of the season. And then it, over the off season entertain. All right. Now you have an expiring contract of DeRozan. They're also not getting rid of any of these guys, or at least DeRozan and, and, you know, Caruso, maybe unless they're getting picks back to replenish all that. Cause they gave up picks for Vucevic. They gave up picks for, uh, they, did they give up any? I don't think they gave up picks for DeRozan, but like they're they're down picks, so they need some of those back. And if they're going to bottom out instead of get low, <laughs> they're gonna bottom out. They'll want to rebuild in a way that would actually get them some assets back. Is two more names for you? Uh, Are you, I thought you were gonna bring up another bull? No, I don't think they're trading Levine. No, how I about a, how about a bull that was promised twenty minutes a game and is not getting twenty minutes a game currently? Stop! No, I'm not doing that. Uh, I would be interested in Caruso <laughs> though. They, <laughs> I just rub it in at this point. He would be great. Um, we've been saying that. Bogdan in Atlanta from Atlanta. He just came back. Atlanta has weird vibes all over. I mean, a Luca body. I just it feels like. 
Is he Tim Hardaway? Spider-Man? Maybe? No, I, he, can, everyone he, Spider- he handles the ball better, I think. He I, does. I no. think he handles the ball better. And I, I feel like he could be he could be a little bit more of that, that like bench creator. Like we when we talk about Hayward, I feel like he can do some of those similar things than what Hayward can do. Why'd you go straight to Hayward? I don't know. I was just I was thinking about like a taller, like ball handler type wing that like we wouldn't ask to be the second best player on the team, but you would ask to like Yeah. I agree with you. I he's a better creator. They're both sneaky athletic handler. Isaac. What do you want me to say? Um than, than <laughs> Tim is, but he would be fun coming off the bench in Dallas. Yeah. Also, Bogdan is Luka, thirty. That's crazy. Yeah. Um this is the last one I'll end on. Then I have one like final question for you. Is Phoenix say, like hanging up on all Chris Paul calls right now? Wow. Probably, it, probably still, right? He's probably still a big part of their culture, too. And if you're Dallas, so like if you haven't fallen Phoenix, Chris Paul hasn't played Harley Doll. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're doing great in the West. He's still doing a ton of money. You know, he's obviously getting older. <laughs> they did not do good in the East the other night. Um, oh yeah, that Boston game was tough. <laughs> they, I think they lack some depth for sure. If you're Nico, are you just are you just making that call ever so every few weeks? You know, just checking in with Ooh. James Jones and saying, "Hey, I know you need some depth. You know, there, we could probably piece something together like three, three for one type of type of deal out there." I don't know if they. I don't know if they would take any calls with the Mavs right now. Also. He's making what's he make? He's makes twenty eight million. Who are you sending back? No, is it would like would Dallas even be interested? I mean, he's not playing right now. He's hurt. He's older. Man, and it's like I could hear the argument too of saying, "Oh yeah, Dallas wouldn't even make that call because now you're locked into that money over the next few years, and if if this is what he's just going to be, I just don't know if a Luca Chris Paul defensive like if you're really committing to that. I don't know. If, yeah. I don't know if that gets it done for you. The Mavericks, yeah. the Mavericks attacked him like so much in the in the playoffs. No, it's true. I, I'm not saying I'm like in love with. It. I'm just wondering. Yeah, you're. Maybe asking, there's you're some, some other teams asking that question. Is Kyle Lowry just fully off the table for you? Not yet. Not yet. I don't think because I think he he's been playing a little bit better lately. He's he was leading the league in minutes at one point, so the Mavericks wouldn't ask him to do that. But he makes twenty eight point three million this year, twenty almost thirty million next year. So it's just two year deal. And he's the Mavericks would not ask him to start necessarily. They may they may start him and put Dinwiddie off the bench, but he does yeah, bring do some it. of the things that the Mavericks would need. Uh, he wouldn't be the, the savior answer like we thought he would be like two years ago when we were like begging for the Mavericks to go after Kyle Lowry and make that happen before the Heat got him. But yeah, that one, that one's not done for me yet. Especially if you can like if the Heat decide that they're not good enough, they got a good win against the Clippers. But if they like if they decide that it this this season is done, we're gonna blow it up, and they're not wanting like direct player for player back. Then yeah, I'm in, I'm yeah. interested in that. Okay, we know this front office liked him for because sure. you know they 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 went after him a little bit. So I'd be curious. I'd be really curious what his trade value is around the league, and how much you know could you could you get Kyle Lowry without giving up a first round pick? Um, would would Miami have to get a point guard back in a type of deal like that? That's um, what I'm saying. If they decide that th- their team is not worth like, okay, all right, we're just going to blow it up. We're going to try to do a couple things. Then maybe they don't want a point guard back for them. Yeah. Is there a bigger deal that you're looking at? And it's like Lowry and Duncan Robinson 
and then you're looking into it. Now you don't have to include a first round pick. You're adding some other salaries that's in that. That's a big deal. I know. That, that's why I'm. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to save my question for another pod. You would have to do Davis, Christian Wood, and then another $15 million added that onto whatever deal you do. Oh, that's a lot. So there you go. Let us know in the comment section below. What are your What's your favorite trade target? Maybe it's one we mentioned. Maybe it's one we forgot about. Let us know. Thanks for making us your first listen. Check out Locked On Sports today on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. Peace out. Boom.